I know what you mean. I have that too. I have a few things that I kind of shift back and forth because I do different streams in different spots. And like I did, you know, we were doing earlier, I did a different setup and had to move some stuff. And I get it. Uh, a couple years ago now, it's been two years, I think. Kind of, I, I jumped on it late, um, cause it was what, 2021, uh, late, late ish 2021. I just was kind of, um, it's weird. Like I kind of was avoiding it for a long time. I didn't really feel like learning how to do it and getting all the technology set up and everything and, uh, figuring out how to do audio that sounded decent. And I just didn't, didn't feel like it. And, uh, and then eventually I decided I should I should, tr- I should try this because I think it might be a good way to, um, to be singing and performing more often. Because even, you know, after people started having a lot of shows and stuff, I wasn't really in a, in a place to, um, to play regular shows. You could have half-assed it, but you very much did not half-ass it. <laughs> I mean, I tried. I I. You could have just bought like a USB mic, but you, you really, you kind of went all in. Uh, well, thanks to my, thanks to my viewers, really, I was able to get this microphone. Actually, no, I think I got this microphone for, from Patreon for recording vocals. So this is like when I go to record something and, and if I want it to sound nice, I will use this, this microphone. So I already had it to use for streaming. Thank you for using your your nice microphone and the, and the lighting. I mean, it's like the whole it's like the whole the whole Twitch deal. You look like a, a professional gamer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> I wasn't sure, but yeah, I'm gonna that, I'm gonna that, take it, it as one. <laughs> it is a nice opportunity, and I know that a lot of people, when touring was just like impossible altogether, started started moving online. For a lot of them, once they they got out there, they kind of they stopped this sort of thing. But it yeah. just seems to be kind of a part of your process now. Yeah. Well, I I wasn't quite um, in the same boat as all of those touring musicians because I wasn't touring. I've just been I've been spending a lot of time trying to get my album written and just kind of struggling with that a lot. And so I was all I was basically already doing that when the pandemic hit. I wasn't playing a ton of shows and I I was also unsure what I wanted to do with my own live set because it's it's a solo project and but I have lots of electronics and I it's just so much more fun to play a show with other musicians on stage. But I also don't want to depend on other musicians to be able to play shows, if that makes sense. You know, but some people do both. You just decided to go entirely in the in the solo direction. Yeah, well, I, I, I've spent a lot of time just like kind of not sure what I was going to do. But now I'm kind of like, um, it's still solo for sure. I'm not adding any actual band members, but I'm gradually adding different musicians locally to 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 play shows and it is convenient that i do have all of the files 
and all of the stems to make my own backing tracks. So I would love to be able to have it set up to where I have a set of tracks that will work if, if I have a, say I have a drummer and a guitar player, or if I have a drummer and a bass player, or just a guitar player, um, you know, I can just throw the drums back on the track and just have it be conveniently easy to um, switch, switch out musicians if necessary. The project started as a duo, is that right? Yes. Yes, I had a guitar player with me. And it just, it wasn't the right fit? Uh, he, at, at one point, no, it was an awesome fit. <laughs> uh, at one point, he, he wasn't able to continue because he was starting a family. And I, I wanted to do more, you know. I was wanting to do more shows and more things than we had been doing, so... So then it became a solo project, but not really by choice. <laughs> it is a thing when you get to a certain point in your life where you kind of have to decide whether this is something that you you want to keep at or something that's that's more than a hobby. That's something that you really do want to center your life around. Right. Yeah. And there was never there was never any question in your mind. Uh well there was after that. I wasn't sure what, you know, I, I wasn't sure whether I could, whether I had the capacity in, in various ways to keep doing it myself by myself. Cause I've always been in a band, you know, being in two piece was the smallest band that I'd ever been in. <laughs> I've always had other musicians to work with and, and make decisions with and, all of that kind of stuff and share responsibilities. So I, I wasn't totally sure. And I definitely considered at a point, like what would it be like if I wasn't doing music and considered it for, for a, not a decent amount of time, not for very long before I was like, that's, I just, I can't not do music. Did you come up with like a plan B? Did you get that far down the road? Um, well, I always have, sort of office work as a fallback. I'm always kind of like a, I can easily fall into doing accounting, like basic accounting type stuff in an office, which it seems like a lot of offices are often looking for someone to do that. So I could do that um, or data, like data management type stuff, database type stuff. So that's not, it's not terrible, but it's definitely not what I want to do. <laughs> Obviously lacks a lot of the excitement, but those are, you know, for a lot of people, it's sort of it's like service industry. Um, uh huh. Like th those are those are pretty pretty solid fallbacks as far as fallbacks go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have to make an effort to you know get hired. <laughs> Was there a period in your life that you were um, doing that for any extended amount of time? Yeah. Well, I've ever since I let's see um, when I was in college is when I started doing that. I started out as like um, doing some filing work for an office and I was just able to move up. But I've always had it be the type of thing where if I'm going to go on tour, like I, I'm upfront with whoever I have worked for in the past. Like if I'm going to go on tour, that's my priority. You know, my priority is not getting promoted at this company, you know? So, uh, so yeah, I did, I, did it as a as a part-time job for a lot of years 
while I was touring. Uh, you said during college, was it was it difficult to? It must have been difficult to manage, I guess, effectively three things at that point. <laughs> I was definitely lacking sleep a lot because <laughs> I was playing shows and, um, you know, going to work and going to class. But I made it, you know, I made it through. You were still in Tsunami Bomb at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that difficult thing of, you know, feeling like you're on the cusp of something, you know, that, that, that things are starting to line up. So you need to, you need to prioritize the band. And it, it sounds like you were able to do that for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I actually took a semester off at one point when we were touring. We were playing every single weekend and had a booking agent and you know we were getting offers and stuff and couldn't do them because i was in school so um, i took a semester off to just like tour hardcore and then came back for a semester to finish up but i didn't finish (laughs) do you feel like having um siblings that were musicians kind of helped cushion the blow a bit with the parents well my older brother graduated and I did not. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but I mean, at that point they were not, you know, they were also, they weren't super upset with the fact that I was, you know, getting to tour all over the place and have such an awesome experience. So luckily they weren't, luckily they weren't super, um, disappointed. It's always struck me. I, I've never had an opportunity like that, but it's always struck me as a thing that if you don't take as much advantage of it as possible during that time, that you'll that you'll ultimately regret it, and you'll ultimately wonder where it would have gone. Yeah, for sure. One of our one of our band members who who had quit Tsunami Bomb actually said that to me later on. Like we were still friends and everything, and 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 he said that he regretted it every day. And it, that I was just kind of blown away by that. It really hurt. <laughs> it hurt. It hurt me. I was like, "Wow, wow, that's sad." <laughs> the timing was certainly right. I mean, you were really, you're kind of in the final throes of uh, of the record industry, still trying to promote artists to a certain extent before that yeah. completely imploded. Yes. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, the group just kind of burnt out. Did you get sick of each other? Um, it wasn't so much that as there were, it was like, it was this really weird place that we were in where there wasn't anything solid about our situation. Um, we had one band member had decided to leave. So we were kind of like trying to figure out what we were going to do the remainder of us. Um, and at the same time, we had a lot of issues with our record label at the time. Um, we were, we were supposed to be getting ready to write our third album for the label and it was a huge mess. Like the, the relationship was, uh, really not good. And, um, we also were having issues with our management and our booking agent. So it was just all everything. We were like, who do we even turn to? And within the band, we weren't sure what we were doing musically either. We were kind of on different pages of of where we should take it for the third record. So it was sort of just like this. It wasn't like it wasn't like any crazy 
you know, dramatic thing happened. It was kind of just like, well, what, what do we have? What do we have? Go- we have, we have our name. And that's about it right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm always baffled by people who are able to stay with the same lineup for oh, me too. more or less the same lineup for a <laughs> period of time. It's, 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 it's very impressive. It's, you know, I, I, I always say the easiest way to test a relationship is to move in with somebody. And the easiest way to test a friendship is to like pack yourself in the back of a van with you know five other people. Yeah, and also put yourself in some extreme situations like, um, you know, tire blowouts or getting stuck in the snow or uh, any number of things that can happen when you're on tour. Break-ins, window smashed. <laughs> Where were you at musically at that point? Which direction did you feel the band should go in? I felt like I wanted it to expand. And um, I, my favorite... My favorite song off of our the last record that we wrote was Jigsaw, which was just a very weird song for us. It was the last song on the record, and it had a very weird structure. It wasn't very punk rock. And so, um, and I mean, I wasn't like pushing hard for Tsunami Bomb to do that. Uh, I've thought about it. I've thought about it a lot lately because of, because of doing interviews. You know, people have been asking those kinds of questions. And it's like, Mm. there was definitely part of me that was like, well, we can't really expand because this is a punk band. And if we expand to something else, then we're not a punk band anymore. And then what happens? And I think partially my own with my own insecurities at the time, I was like, well, I can't, I don't know if I can handle I mean, this is internally, I never thought this, you know, consciously to myself, I can't handle the backlash, you know, to put things into context for our younger viewers back in the 90s and aughts, we used to have a thing called selling out that doesn't really (laughs) exist anymore. But you know, like I'm, I'm from, I'm from the East Bay myself. And I, I remember, you know, especially like going to Gilman Street and and Green Day and like, you know, what did it, what, what a sort of like black market, it, black yeah. market was on you to, ha- to experience like any level of popularity. And certainly yeah, didn't they get banned from uh, Gilman? They did for an, ex- I think, I think event like a de- decades later, everyone was like, this is silly, but, yeah. but it is, I mean, it's one of those things like, you know, I'm, I think about this a lot in my own life, the arbitrary decisions that I've made in my life because it made sense at the time. And in hindsight, it's just kind of silly out of context. Yeah. Yeah. That is how that is. Well, I mean, I do feel like it would have been a lot of struggle to continue in the band considering all the other stuff that was going on, but the timing was maybe it was easier for me to kind of be like, well, I do want to do something else. Like I do want to do, something a little different, something with more freedom musically. So maybe now's the time to to switch over. And then that's when we, I started um, action design with our bass player at the time. So it wasn't the sort of thing that you could just sort of put put on hiatus and come back to? Um, it didn't seem like it. There was always sort of this dark feeling around the band for me and for various members. Um, I think a lot of it is because um, we kicked out our, 
our original bass player who, who had started the band and he was very, uh, possessive of it and, um, still like continued to be. So it always was kind of like this. Well, we, you know, we did reunite in 2009 as a fundraiser for our friend's brain cancer surgery. Um, cause she was instrumental in, in the beginnings of tsunami bomb. But, um, but yeah, I think, I think a number of us just had sort of a, like, yeah, this is not, it just doesn't have that kind of like, Hey guys, let's get back together and, and do it. It's like, there's this sort of a, a dark cloud over it in a way. Something you're doing when you're in your you know twenties or you know, however old you were at the time, there's just emotions are just so high at the time. And those are, those are things that you that you keep with you, whether or yeah. not you want to admit it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good, there's baggage. That's a good way to put it is that there's, there's definitely baggage that makes me not like, I look back and have so many awesome memories and, and I don't regret it at all. Like I love that history and got to do so many awesome things, but I don't look back at it and go, man, I wish you know, why don't I start that again? Like, I wish I could do that again. And it's, there's just, there's just baggage. What was that experience uh, in 2009? I mean, it's obviously like very, very somber circumstances and, you know, the, the kind of thing I know that you had dealt with previously, but did, did any good come out of that reunion? Uh, well, I mean, it was really awesome to, yeah, it was super fun. Um, and it sold out and it was, I think the thing that was aside from raising a bunch of money for our friend, which was really, you know, help, uh, felt really good and helped her a lot. And she is still, she is still alive and, um, thriving today. So that's super great. Was that when we broke up in 2005, we didn't do like a farewell tour or anything. We just were like, you know what? We're done. Um, and uh, so some people actually came from overseas to that reunion show to uh, to see us. And it was like this international reunion and people mm. were meeting each other that had been, you know, had had met online that were from different countries and it we had, you know, a party beforehand and afterwards, and it was, it was a ton of fun. It was really great. But, but going into it, it, it was more of like, let, let's give this the send off that it deserves versus, Hey, maybe we should give this a shot again. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. None of us, none of us considered, um, reuniting like officially as a band. We, we heard that our friend had brain cancer and we were like, all of us were just like, we should do this. We should this is a reason to play a reunion show and just raise as much money as we can. And, uh, and none of us, at least I don't think at least a majority of us were, uh, no one said they wanted to, uh, <laughs> to reunite and continue to play shows. It was more like a, no, this is a special thing for a reason. Um, and, uh, we, we didn't, we didn't, um, invite the, band member that we kicked out we didn't invite him to play and which is just part of the whole 
thing. So it's like, you know, let's do this one time. <laughs> let's do this one time and get off the stage and just let it be and let it, let it fade. <laughs> That's the thing about nostalgia. You can ruin a memory by by doing that, you know. And 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 I think that this applies to a lot of things in life that we tend to really, you know, we we we, we feel miserable through a lot of things at the time as they're happening. And then when you look back on things and look back on periods in your life, it was like, oh yeah, that was like a perfect moment. Everything was great. Why? Like, why wouldn't we do that again? <laughs> and then obviously, like, you risk bringing every, all of the old feelings back up, but also yeah. al- almost ru- ruining your memory of that thing. Yes. That is always my second thought. Like, oh, that was so fun. Cause it really is fun to play in Tsunami Bomb and sing those songs and play to a big old crowd. That's super excited, but it's just not, it's just not in the cards, at least not right now. What was it like joining the because you weren't you weren't the first singer in the bands um you know they, they'd already been going for a little bit was there was there a sense of self-doubt when you first kind of started in with that group no um the band was was really new still when i when i joined so it was still basically a like a garage band and a local band and um you didn't we feel were, like you had shoes to fill no no it was fine <laughs> i think because they were friends of mine too and and uh yeah yeah i felt i felt i felt good about it and excited about it when they decided that they wanted to give this another shot did you get the call i did i did and i i turned it down because of all those you know all those reasons i i uh, it was restarted by the member that we kicked out. And, uh, I, you know, there's a reason, there's lots of reasons that I didn't want to be in a band with him. So that's doubly rough, but also, you know, again, <laughs> it's, it's that thing of like reliving your glory years. Um, it, it can yeah. just, it, it can turn out really badly. Yeah. Yeah. There are multiple layers there, you know, and also it just is like, it's not, like, I feel like there is something really fun about nostalgia and everything. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I, I do feel like I was already doing survival guide at the time and wanted to, you know, I still feel the same way that I did then as far as like wanting to do more than what we were doing. So it, it, it returning to that would have definitely felt like a step backwards in a creative and musical sense. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate to even use this word, but like, obviously in life we want to mature and there's a sense in which that would be at least emotionally taking kind of it. And, and I guess, you know, musically as well, taking a step backwards perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I like not in a bad or, you know, not in a way of saying that that music wasn't good or isn't good, but, um, but yeah, it just seems weird to, to think about sort of going back in time in that way, being the person that I am now. Um, it just seems weird. It's like, it, also the way that, that being in a band is like being in a, in a relationship. It is a relationship with the people that you're in a band with. And it's like, I don't know. It's almost like if, somebody that you know 
you were dating 20 years ago came and said, hey, we're still attracted to each other. Like, let's try, let's go out again, you know, <laughs> this be like, it seems like a real good idea at first, you know, you, you do, you do think about it for, for a minute or two. <laughs> it's a, well, even if it ended badly or I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There's always like a little bit of that, of that, like, of just remembering what, what that thing was, you know, yeah. like what that thing you saw, because, you know, by, by the end of the relationship, if it's ended badly, then you've, you've kind of buried that thing and you've, and you, and you start to wonder what you saw in that person. And there's something about leaving something and coming back to it that you reconnect with certain aspects of it. Uh huh. I'm not saying I've done this. But. <laughs> I'm just saying I understand I yeah, understand the impulse yeah. and I understand why people why people do 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 it. And you know, and it's it's like you said, I mean there's a million things, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of context and there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why relationships don't work out and there's a lot of reasons why bands don't work out and and it's exactly what you said. It's not necessarily always the interpersonal thing. It could could be yeah. the label, it could be anything. Yeah, totally. There's a million reasons. There must be a level of surreality, though, like seeing somebody effectively singing your songs. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it is um, it is definitely a weird feeling that's unique. <laughs> um, but uh, I, you know, if I, I don't I don't really seek out um their content or, you know, look to see what they're up to. But sometimes people do send it to me or, you know, tell me what's going on or whatever. And, and I'm just like, I just try to remind myself, you know, like I, I, I chose not to, I chose not to do that. I chose to do survival guide instead so that it doesn't really, it is weird. Cause it's like, I tell myself it has nothing to do with me anymore, but it is like songs that I wrote. So that, that is kind of weird when it's like, Oh, that's so funny. They're doing a song that I wrote like during my lunch breaks when I was 19 <laughs> or 18 years old. I, I'm always curious for, for people who are in bands for a long time or who at least like continue to perform the music that they wrote when they were 19, how they, how, if at all, they continue to relate to it on an emotional level. Like I, I know that some of your songs do come up from, on occasion when you're doing the live stream. So it's not like you've mm -hmm. like completely abandoned them. No, I still, um, I mean, yeah, there's definitely songs that I don't relate with, um, anymore, but it's, you know, I would never perform those songs in a survival guide set, but I feel like Twitch is much more casual and it's kind of one way to sort of connect to that nostalgia which is more more fun than um than anything for me and for viewers i think sonically very different but uh, do you feel like you're a profoundly different songwriter after all these years uh i wouldn't say well yes if if looking at it in one way now i'm writing everything in the song and that's what took me so long with um this album is that i had to you sort of build the confidence to be able to write drums and all of the keyboards and all the music and, and vocals and everything. I have always written my own vocals and, and melodies. And um, 
I would like to think that I have improved over the years, but I also feel like I still have some of the same tendencies and and qualities as a as a melody writer and as a you know vocally um musically it's it's totally different <laughs> and i'm doing it all but yeah i i do think i still have some uh, some bits from tsunami bomb for my vocals i get the sense that just having the courage to to do that like you know to to be out in front of a punk band um at that age and and to like basically like learn bass and start performing that like that must have been that had to be extremely difficult like in, in a sense like this aspect of things almost must be easy compared to what it took in the early days to just get out in front of people and 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 bury yourself like that uh, i mean i i felt so i would say for me it was the opposite because I was so excited about music and just being part of it that I I wanted to perform. I wanted to get out there and um being just a vocalist is what I prefer. I I don't prefer playing an instrument and and it's funny cuz people talk about how um you know a standing singer like it must be scary because you don't have an instrument to hide behind and for me it's like the opposite like i don't want to have an instrument um kind of weighing me down in a way and 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 also having to think about two performance aspects at once um i much prefer to just get out there and sing and uh and i always felt comfortable having my band you know on stage with me so now it's like not only do i not have a band i also am playing all the all of the instruments and singing so it's like it's like everything uh rolled into one <laughs> i think generally when people are talking about that they're probably not talking about punk rock because punk rock lends itself well to being a singer because you, you do you do in fact still have a lot to do on stage yeah yeah you got to be all over the place but if you're you know if you're playing guitar or bass or or drums you're you know you could there's a lot of punk bands that are three-piece bands and and uh those even those singers are like oh it must be so scary to you know to not have a guitar or something in front of you and it's i always disagree <laughs> i think wrapped up in all of this and as far as like performing solo goes is you don't if something goes bad if a song goes wrong and it's just you and like a guitar like there's nobody you, you can't you can't point the finger and nobody can really can pick up the slack for you right <laughs> yes that's something that i I'm getting used to, but sometimes it is still really um, like I stopped using a computer to run my drum beats because I had I was on tour with Survival Guide just solo and using a computer and it was not it was malfunctioning every night. It started malfunctioning to where it would just stop like all the drums would just stop in the middle of a song. And I'd be on stage like, you know, here's there's keyboard coming through still and I'm singing and it, it's it was so traumatic and horrible. 
And uh, especially being on tour, it was like, well, it wasn't just a one show, you know, one local show at home. And I can take a few days to figure out what's going on. It was like, no, we have a show tomorrow and the next day and the next day. <laughs> so it just kept happening over and over again. And uh, so I don't, I don't do that anymore. I'm not going to take a laptop with me again until I can afford to have two of the exact same laptop so that I have one as a backup. What do you do or or, could, or is there anything that you can do in that instance? Um, all I could do, I mean, it. so it would just, what would happen is I still don't know what was wrong, but it would just sort of disconnect to where it would, which would make it stop the song, but then it immediately reconnected. So I could Did restart. Did flashbacks when we started this conversation? And <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, no. If there was a whole audience <laughs> of people here, then yes, I yeah, would have. <laughs> tech, yeah, I, I, clearly we both have uh, our fair share of tech issues. <laughs> so yeah, during that time, I just had to decide, like, how far into the song was I? Is it should I restart the song? Should I say, oh, well, I guess I'll just start the next song and hope that it doesn't happen multiple times in a set, which it did. And um, then I had to just be like, wow. Uh, you know, this place is haunted or whatever. I know I just had to like try to sort of ad lib and um, make it as least awkward as possible, but which was so hard and it, it wasn't possible for me internally. I was like, you know, really panicking. Were you the opener on that tour? Uh, it was a shared, it was like a flip flop. Um, I wouldn't call it a, a headlining tour. It was, I went out like with co-headlining. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was it was small. It was survival guide and lungs and limbs. So it was like a lot of small clubs that we did. But um, sometimes, it, you know, there would be kind of a lot of people there. One night in particular was just a lot. It's like it turned into a club. And so it suddenly was packed with people while I was playing. And they didn't know survival guide. You know, that's that's what makes it even worse is that you know, as a, as a small artist, it's like the people that are there, only like a handful of them knew survival guide. So most of them were like just there to, to hang out and see live music. And it was so stressful and terrible. <laughs> That's exactly why I asked, because I, I would think that people who were there for you and who knew, who knew your stuff would extend you. Yeah. Support. Yeah. Yeah, if I if I had a, a a nice large following myself at that show, I wouldn't have felt wouldn't have felt so stressed out. Or maybe even more. Like it's hard, you know, if there were more people there, then it, you know, it's, it's hard to say. Like, yeah, yeah, how it would have felt in the moment. It, it wouldn't have felt good in any case. <laughs> or, do you, Do you miss that collaboration? Yeah, I do. I do. I feel like there are some real awesome advantages to being solo. Um, one being one of the things that's really frustrating about having a band that's been a sort of a, a repeat instance for me over and over is when people are not, um, not available to do stuff, you know, with the band or for the band um, that I would like to do. And there's just not, the same level of dedication, which gets really disappointing for me, you know, to be like, I'm, I'm putting everything into this. And, um, 
I, I, I need to be working with people who feel the same. And it's really hard to, it's like impossible. Uh, apparently, according to my experience so far. <laughs> it is, right? Because the the people who are really good, who you really want, are probably already in a thing. And you can't really ask people to prioritize this new thing over what they're already doing. Totally. Totally. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons. And like, especially as time passes, as I get older, all the people that I, you know, that I am friends with are like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) You know, like they, they have other things going on. And so it's kind of, it's kind of a necessity, I feel like for at least right now for me to be solo. And, and it's, there are like that, that actually is a really good thing about it. Like I, it feels really, really good to make, to make all the decisions on those kind of things to be like, yes, I can play that show or, or no, I can't, you know, like it's, I'm not, I'm not waiting on anyone else's schedule, but it also is what made it so hard, uh, for me to, to, to cross the barrier that I built for myself of what to do next with survival guide and whether I could write an album by myself and record it and do all of the things that, that I had hoped to do. So, um, so yeah, it took a lot longer than I had hoped it would, but I am happy with the results. I'm happy with the songwriting that I did. And, um, there are even some things about that, that I feel like, um, like, Lyrically, I feel like I was able to really open up a lot more than I have in the past. Maybe not a lot more. Maybe not a lot. But there are a few things that for sure I would not have. I would have left in my notes. I would have just left in my notebook and thought to myself, like, oh, everyone's going to think that's dumb. Or, or like, this is really personal and I don't, I don't really want to present it at band practice, you know. So, uh, so there were pros to writing by myself as well. It's so interesting, right? I mean, you're worried about sort of that immediate, what peers will think about it, but in either case, you're going to be sharing it with a lot more people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Somehow it's, it's easier to just write it and, uh, and put it out there than it was to write it and, and show it to band members for their approval. I think that's why is that I, I, you know, all all the songwriting that I've done has always been very like, like let, you know, collaborative, like, let me know what you think of this. Like if you, if, if anyone's uncomfortable with my lyrics, like I will change them. And, um, and I have done that in the past. Uh, Not a lot because I don't feel like I write a lot of controversial stuff. But there are some things that I've written about that people in the band were like, yeah, I don't think we should release that. (laughs) So, so I, I do, you know, I have always sort of left it open for, uh, for people to give feedback on in the band. Things that were too personal? Um, no, it was more things that were... It was interesting. I mean, obviously, I I felt like it was not bad to release uh, to put to put these lyrics out in the world. But um, there were a couple, two different songs where um, 
where that were kind of, um, well, one was definitely pretty scathing, (laughs) uh, about, about, um, just the sorts of behavior that goes on on tour, at least on, at least the way that things were on some of the tours that we were on. Like the kinds of things that we're all hearing about now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I did. Yeah. Just some, some questionable things that happen on tour that, that, you know, uh, some band members maybe felt like I went too far with uh, lyrically. So we didn't, so we didn't release them. And then there was, uh, there was a thing. Um, uh, there was one, I mean, a similar, similar kind of thing, but um, I was sort of, making fun of a certain type of person who's very, uh, who's very, um, like there was this period of time where I felt like everyone just wanted to talk about their tattoos and they were just like, everyone was just showing off their tattoos. Like, Oh, look at this new one. I got like, they were just, it was like people were obsessed with it. And I, I wrote a song about that and, um, and that didn't, didn't make the cut. That one actually got adjusted. Um, to be a different tsunami bomb song. I just changed the lyrics for that one. In the case of the, the, the tour behavior really young and, and vulnerable isn't probably the right word, but, but it is in the sense that just like any, any 19 year old probably is. And I completely understand the impulse to, to write a song about that. Do you, is there any regret on your part that you didn't address that more directly at the time? Um, my main regret was that I felt like it was a really good song and the whole song got canned. (laughs) Um, uh, but it wasn't so much about, it wasn't so much about experiences that had happened to me. It was more about just like behind the scenes on tour. Just like some, some, some bands that we toured with were just wild, just like, Just like what you would imagine for like a, you know, at like some hair metal band in the 80s. Like some of them were just just drugs, just like craziness. It's it's very funny to be like a like a mid-level punk band, have those resources and still be like throwing televisions out of hotel. (laughs) You don't have the finances to live life like that. (laughs) Yes, I have seen a number of uh, things projected through windows. I mean, on a whole, you feel like you've tapped into personal topics that you wouldn't have tackled previously. Yeah, both that and um, certain things that I feel like uh, other band members might have thought was too silly, almost like in um, like in Blood Perfume, I rhymed. Uh, what was it? I rhymed something with feetsies. <laughs> uh, and now I can't remember what the rhyme was. <sighs> I want to remember it. There was a reason why I just, I had to add that. But um, that's a perfect example of something that I would have been like, oh, they, other band members would be like, did you just say feetsies? <laughs> did you just, did you just create a word to rhyme something? Um, or the song pie, like as I was writing it and, and I was doing, you know, you look like a fresh baked pie. Yeah. 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 I, 
uh, I was thinking like, this is another lyric that I'm gonna leave because I think it's fun. Um, but just like the nature, the nature of it, I, I probably would have not, um, had that as a, as a main, as a chorus, um, if I had other band members. It always strikes me as kind of a funny thing of being, being in a punk band, but especially being in, I guess, like, like an emo band of wanting to be cool, wanting people to think you're cool, but also wanting to be vulnerable and like trying to figure out how to walk that that line and trying to figure out how to not, you know, too far to fall too far into the trap of, you know, like I'm a, a 17 year old writing love song kind of thing. <laughs> it's, it's a hard line to walk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely getting pretty good at feeling vulnerable nowadays. And I think it's something that I need to just like, I've been thinking about it for a while. I need to just get used to it because that's kind of what it is to be a solo musician you mean just musically or or just in, in life uh oh i mean just just musically i mean it's good to be vul- vulnerable in life too i think but um i'm just wondering if like opening yourself up in that way like lends itself to other aspects of your life yeah i think it does i feel like it does i feel like being vulnerable is is it's just like any other you know working any other muscle i think you do get better at it over time. And, um, it helps with relationships too, you know, to be able to just, um, talk about things more openly and, and, and be okay with, with being vulnerable. It's so uncomfortable and, and, but it's, Uh, Oh yeah, it sucks, but yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's like kind of inevitable if you want to, um, to you know to strengthen your relationships and and also i think it's not required um completely as a musician you can put up walls um but especially if you're in a band especially if you are not solo you know and i think that for me being solo um being vulnerable is probably the best thing that i can do to just um not be second guessing myself and uh, just kind of trying to be who I am and not, not trying to do something else. I know you lost your brother at a, at a young age and I'm wondering something that's that, 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 that's that difficult, whether that's something that you can in any way process through writing those kinds of personal lyrics. Um, I haven't been able to yet. And I, I, I have vaguely tried, but I'm definitely not ready. I'm kind of thinking that that might be for the next, the next solo album. I might, I feel like I will need to write about it at some point, but I haven't been able to yet. It's, it's still too hard. You're thinking about the next record already? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I should probably start, start on it soon because my, songwriting process is so slow (laughs) so we could talk again in like eight years or something yeah (laughs) yeah i would like it to not be eight years before the next record comes out (laughs) and so does it get any easier or faster well i feel like i learned so much writing this record nothing i've ever written was like this so i i did give myself tons of leeway and tons of freedom um to explore and try to figure out what works for me and um, so I do think that 
writing the next record will be easier and faster. And I have more confidence now. And, um, and I, I did do some things that really helped. Like, um, I saved up to, to rent a, like an Airbnb trailer, um, in the country for a week. And I had never done anything like that before. And I just took my keyboards and computer and groceries and just like camped out in this trailer and, and writing was my job for the whole week. And it really did. Like I didn't write the entire record, but I wrote like three, I wrote almost six songs um, while I was there, which was huge for me to write, to write. I basically wrote three whole songs and then had three half songs written when I, when I emerged from the trailer. And, um, that was really, really big for me. So I'll probably do something like that again and maybe do that a couple times and see if I can, you know, expedite the process. 